Jewish audio on Chabad.org. The Basics of Hasidus, Chapter 7 None Besides Him Understanding the ongoing process of creation provides novel insights into the meaning of the words Ein Oid, there is none other aside from God. Our discussion informed us that it is not an admonishment not to consider any other gods. Rather, it's a life-changing instruction to realize that apart from God, there is nothing else. Although the world is created by God and therefore does in fact exist, nevertheless, its inherent bitul allows it to exist without being a thing. It is not a true existence, and therefore the only existence is God, Ein Oid. In the light of the above, Achtos Hashem is appreciated as much more than a mere philosophical tenet of faith. With the understanding that the mitzvah is also to recognize God as the only true factor of existence, a completely revolutionary worldview is granted to all of reality. In the human experience, curiosity is a virtue. It propels the person to discover the world and learn from their environment. The acquired knowledge and arts can enhance one's quality of life and inspire greater commitment to benefit society. All the while, the individual is at the centre of their world. Recognising that God is the only true reality introduces a most existential shift of perspective. Suddenly, me and my ego cannot be about me. It must be about him. My existence is an expression of him, and that is what makes me be real. My world is God-centered, not self-centered. Thoughts of self-doubt, indulgence, and personal gain are not suppressed. They are rechanneled. I can't becomes, with God I can. I shouldn't, but I want to, is now what God wants is what's real. I should, but I'm not interested, is refamed as, it's about something bigger than my yesh. Questions such as what is the purpose of existence, what is, to be, what is to be achieved in the service of God, how valuable is a mitzvah, can all be seen with a radically different perspective. Instead of why is this important to me, one explores how is this important to God. It is this transition that the Torah instructs us of in the verse, Know this day, and take it unto your heart, that the God is God in heaven above, and upon the earth below there is none else. The emphasis, take it unto your heart, enjoins us all to internalize this message of divine oneness, to truly internalize that there is none else beside God. Oneness within the world. All in all, it is this message that is the theme of the Jewish people. The Talmud states, The Holy One, blessed be He, said to the Jewish people, You have revealed my oneness in the world, as it is written, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. 
and therefore I will make you a single entity in the world, as it is stated, who is like your people Israel, one nation in the land. In our mission of living and sharing Achdus Hashem, we emulate our forefather Avraham. When he would arrive in new locales, Avraham would involve himself in causing the people he encountered to call out in the name of God, God of the world. Avraham didn't suffice with causing others to simply recognize God. He empowered them to publicize that God is God of the world. Significantly, the Torah's exact wording skips the preposition and article of the phrase. Instead of Kael Ha'olam, God of the universe, it's written Kael Olam, literally God world. While Kael Ha'olam leaves room to see the universe as an independent entity which God animates, the belief that Avraham Avinu taught was that God is Kael Olam, that godliness and the world are inseparable. Interestingly, modern scientific discovery also emphasizes a perspective of oneness. While historically the world was understood to be comprised of numerous elements, quantum physics demonstrates that all of existence is made of oneness. It was discovered that all physical existence is made up of atoms whose matter and energy operate in unity. There is no place where God's oneness is not reflected. Section 6. Internalizing Achdos Hashem Multi-tiered Oneness The recognition of divine unity and its integration into daily life is not one-size-fits-all. The multifaceted makeup of life dictates that not all personalities, methods and times are equal. While all people are enjoined to develop a sense that Hashem Echad, God is the only existence, there are sure to be gradations in how transformative such a recognition will be. Achdus Hashem causes the individual to enter a bittle frame of mind, where day-to-day life is aligned to a single higher focus. One can become undaunted by life's challenges, empowered to go beyond conceived limitations, and self-indulgence can lose its glamour. Significantly, understanding divine oneness is not a one-time achievement. The verse states, V'yodaita hayyoim, God's unity should be known today and taken to heart. Know it today because yesterday's recognition is not enough. Each day provides new opportunity to further deepen both the knowledge and application of Achdos Hashem. This daily investment in Achdos Hashem is at the center of the daily recital of Shema. This mitzvah frames the day in both evening and morning, and represents the acceptance of God's sovereignty and the recognition of His unity. As human beings, no two days are the same, and evening and morning also have their differences. Therefore, while Shema provides a general affirmation of identity and direction, Shema itself is tailored to diverse circumstances.
The first phrase of Shema reads, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. These six words declare that every Jew is to recognize that God is our God and He is one. The second line also refers to God's sovereignty, but it is recited in an undertone. It reads, Baruch Shem Kavod Voed. This phrase refers to the glory of God's kingship, stating that it should be forever manifest. The Zohar explains that despite their common theme of Achdos Hashem, these two phrases refer to two distinct levels of divine unity. Shema Yisrael is termed Yehuda Ilo'a, the upper level of unity, and the Baruch Shem is termed Yehuda Tata'a, the lower level of unity. On a general level, these two levels of unity are reflective of two layers of the divine interaction with the world. Yichud Ilah involves the more transcendent Soviv Kolalmin, while Yichud Tata relates to the more function-oriented Memale Kolalmin. This teaching of multiple dimensions within divine oneness is vital to the application of Achdas Hashem and is the subject of much discussion in Hasidus. Indeed, the effort to incorporate the truth of God's singularity into our lives, while transcending the inborn sense of self, cannot be without nuance. These two ideals of unity are two modalities that encompass the numerous stages and perspectives which one is sure to encounter in the journey of living with Achdos Hashem. Perhaps a most basic illustration of this two-tiered ideal of divine oneness can be gained from the way these two lines are recited in the Shema. The phrase of Shema Yisrael consists of six words that correspond to the world's six spatial directions, affirming our inherent bond with God we declare that Hashem Echad, His oneness encompasses all dimensions of reality. Baruch Shem also consists of six words, and it too affirms, affirms God's encompassing unity in all six directions, but it's said silently. This is because it is only sometimes that God's presence is obvious, and it can be clearly felt that there is none besides Him. Those moments when the divine reality is loud and clear are moments of upper unity. Other times, although the truth of Achdos Hashem remains, it isn't readily noticeable in our specific situation or environment. The world seems to be oblivious of its creator and the divine truth seems to be whispering from behind the veil of concealment. Baruch Shem is whispered in reference to these Moments recognizing that even the, in this lower unity, God is the only one. <clears throat> Gradations of Bittel These two general levels of unity are reflected in the experienced Bittel that results. While Bittel is by definition a sense of God-centeredness, not all Bittel is the same. Some Bittel is only part way while other states of Bittel are more encompassing. At times, Bittel is a conscious choice, while in other scenarios, it is a manifestation of the soul's inherent Bittel.
Sometimes a sense of self is retained. The person feels, I am bottle. While in some situations, one is too absorbed in serving God to consider their personal state. In rare instances, Bittle can have no relevance to self-perception at all. God's will is being fulfilled. The means are completely irrelevant. The terminology most often used to classify these various stages are Bittel Hayesh and Bittel Bimetsius. Yesh, loosely translated as a thing, is a sense of self. Bittel Hayesh is a state in which an amount of self is retained. I am somewhat bottle. I am bottle by choice. Bittel is my reality. These are all gradations of Bittel Hayesh. Bittel Bimetsius denotes that the very existence is found to be bottle. There is no yesh. This can mean that the bittle permeates the person's entire framework of being. The bittle is inherent rather than self-generated. The bittle is not about me feeling it, it's about me being it. And lastly, bittle is not about a me who is bottle, it is a place where the only thing that matters is God and his mission.